0: We began a uh, series last week on the Ten Commandments. And uh, we talked about the first commandment last week. And uh, we're going to be looking at the second commandment. And if you have your Bibles and uh, you might want to take a few notes, um, we're going to be in Exodus, the 20th chapter. And uh, we're going to be looking at verses 4 through 6, Exodus, the 20th chapter, verses 4 through 6, looking at that second commandment. And uh, we are using for a subject, no pictures allowed. No pictures allowed. And uh, so uh, we're going to get right into the word on today. Uh, Exodus the 20th chapter beginning at verse 4 Uh, and it says there reading from the New King James Version you shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth you shall not bow down to them nor serve them For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. And can you say amen to the reading of his word? Amen. No pictures allowed. And so uh, we're going to be talking about this is the second commandment in the Ten Commandments. And and many of them misunderstood this commandment. Uh, and they've taken it to mean that God is condemning any type of photography or pictures or uh, some feel that any art or statues or dolls or stuffed animals and etc. are forbidden. Now, to the people that I'm talking to right now, probably that thought never even entered your head. But there's some people that uh, have, you know, that when uh, they read the Bible, it's one thing to read it, but the Bible talks about when you read it, out of your getting, it says, get an understanding. And sometimes we encourage people to read the Bible, and you can get over into certain scriptures, especially in the Old Testament, and you can end up getting lost. And, you know, uh, I, I remember early in my uh, Christian life, I began to read about some of the dietary restrictions uh, for the children of Israel, and uh, I began to get in there and read and it talked about you know the split hoof and uh, the cloven hoof and uh, uh, you know fish that. Uh, had skin and not scale and what have you by the time I got through in the Old Testament uh, I was going to have to put my pork chops away I was going to have to put my ham away I was gonna have, I, and, 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 and I mean I was distressed I was distressed I was like oh my goodness and, 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 and I'm thinking to myself, everything that I thought I was going to have to put away when I got, you know, and, uh, and, and I can remember that there was, there was a voice that was of my conscience that was saying, well, if you take that to go with the Lord, irregardless, I want to go with the Lord. Right. Yeah, right. True. True. You know, it was going to hurt me to give up pork chops. Right, right. It's going to hurt me to give up my ham sandwich. But if that's what it takes to go with the Lord, I was willing. Now, thank God I uh, was able to get counsel from uh, uh, some older saints. And they brought me out of the Old Testament and pointed me into the New Testament. Where uh, uh, God had given Peter the vision. uh, Where he said, call not what I've cleansed, common and unclean. And he told him to, you know, when he brought the sheep down with all of the the things that uh, they weren't supposed to eat. And God said, arise, slay and eat. And uh, so they helped bring me out. The uh, the New Testament helped shine some light uh, on the uh, regulations and the prohibitions in the Old Testament. And uh, I found in the New Testament that all things were to be received with thanksgiving. Now, uh, you know, sometimes there might be for health reasons uh, where, you know, we might not eat steak, you know, five days a week. And we might have to leave, you know, the pork chops alone, except maybe for some special occasions like barbecue. But, uh, but not, because of a, not because of a restriction in the Old Testament. And uh, so uh, what we want to do, Uh, with the scripture is we want to get an understanding. You know, the view that uh, uh, if you think God is against art and statues and paintings and pictures, there's some people that for religious convictions that they think because of the second commandment, there's some people that uh, 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 won't let it, you know, uh, uh, feel like that it's a violation of God's law to take a picture. But this view, however, uh, is simply adding to the word of God. This commandment, the second commandment, was given for the sole reason of preventing men and women from inventing objects to be used as uh, substitutes for worshiping God. Amen. That's what he was talking about there. That uh, you should not make any graven image. Yes. And, 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 and call it your God, mm-hmm. and, and, and call yourself worshiping God mm-hmm. uh, 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 with that image. You all with me? Amen. Amen. And so, uh, as we start out in this uh, message, uh, the first point that we want to talk about is, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Amen. Let's explore that. Let's let's, let's see, amen, why God had that prohibition. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. And one of the things that we find out, you remember I uh, I talked about the pork chops and the ham, how I got over into some of those dietary restrictions in the Old Testament and I had to go to the New Testament to get straightened out. Well, the principle... Of the second commandment, you you also find that principle in the New Testament. That principle is found in the New Testament. Amen. I don't have the uh, scripture references for you, but I can give them to you. Well, i got a few of them. Uh, 1 Corinthians 10.14. It says, therefore, my beloved, flee idolatry. Flee idolatry. Therefore, my beloved. Flee! God's talking to His people, and what God is trying to communicate is that we've got to be very careful that we don't become uh, idolaters. Amen. Therefore, my beloved, flee idolatry. First Corinthians ten fourteen. Amen. First John five twenty one. It says that little children keep yourselves from idols. Amen. As it close out, First John five twenty one. Uh, now going back to Corinthians real quick, it says, "Therefore, my beloved, notice it says flee." Mm-hmm. It says that, that, that word flee uh, uh, it means don't don't mess around, mm-hmm. don't play around, you know, don't 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 you know? Oh, I, I, you know, I, I'm I'm good. It ain't good. no. It says flee idolatry. Mm-hmm. It uses the same word flea that it when it's talking about uh, fornication. Got any grown folk in the house? Amen. Have I got any grown folk in the house? Amen. Why, why am I asking? Them? Have I got any grown folk? See, when you, you you're a teenager coming up, and uh, you know pre-adolescent or what have you, uh, inexperienced and, and 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 inexperienced in life. Uh, There's some stuff that you are not fully aware of and and exploring and and so forth. But when you become grown, uh, there's some stuff as a grown individual you know you can't play with. You can't play around. When the Bible says, flee fornication... Amen. you can't play with it you can't uh, uh 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 you know i'm not i'm not some young kid anymore that uh 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 no, I, I i can't play. i can't play those games it's serious now y do y- 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 y'all get my drift get amen. my meaning Amen. don't we i, I can't play with it yes. uh and 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 the same thing about where the bible says flee fornication amen in first corinthians 10 14 it say flee idolatry Keep yourselves from idols. Amen. So in the first commandment, which we preached on last week, the first commandment was thou shalt have no other God before me. Anybody remember what the subject of that message was? Who's on first? Amen. Who's first place in your life? Well, in the first commandment, God made it clear that worshiping a false god was forbidden. In this message, what he's talking about in the second commandment is worshiping the true God in a false manner is forbidden. I want you to think about that. We We could call ourselves worshiping the true God, the real God, but God has something to say about how we worship. That's what we're talking about today. Hallelujah. Uh, No pictures allowed. So, when it comes to God, our infinite, and and you understand the word infinite, infinite means without measure. Uh, You can't put God in a box. You can't make a statue and and say, that's our God. Uh, uh, You can't do like the children of Israel did uh, a, 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 a little bit later in the book of Exodus, where Moses went up on the mountain and they didn't know if he was alive or not, and they said, "Aaron, make us some gods that could go before us like we had in Egypt." And and, and, and Aaron uh, 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 succumbed to the to the people and told them to bring their their jewelry and their gold and what have you, and they made uh, two uh, uh, molten calves to go calves, that they said, this is our God, and start worshiping it and, and, and what have you, and ended up uh, 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 with the wrath of God coming down on them, Moses coming down there and uh, grounding up the calves and making them drink it. So our infinite God, a God who is without measure, cannot be represented by anything that we can make with our hands, or anything that is a likeness of his creation, uh, uh, he he can't be represented by that. In John, in the New Testament, it says, John 4 and 24, it talks about God is a spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Amen. Not only does God want us to have the right uh, uh, person a uh, personage, uh, uh, you know, we want to we worship the right God. And, 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 and he said there are no other gods, uh, 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 put no other gods before me, but we want to worship in the right way. Amen. In spirit and in truth. Amen. Because God's uniqueness requires unique devotion. Amen. God's uniqueness requires unique devotion. Uh, and so, uh, I guess the question, you know, and, and, and it was a question that I kind of pondered when I felt God leading me to go back uh, into uh, a study of the Ten Commandments. And I began to think back, well, you know, are we really going to get anything out of uh, a, a reexamination of the Ten Commandments going back into the Old Testament? And, and the question that uh, is before us is, do we have problems with image worship? today? Amen. Do we have some problems with with, with, with the object of our worship today? Uh, I believe we have. Amen. I believe that there are problems, and uh, one of the problems that I became aware of, and I wasn't aware of it before, uh, but one of the problems that I became aware of is that uh, in Roman... In the Roman Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic Church is filled with idols, statues. They got uh, Mary, Nel, uh, Mary, uh, statues of Mary and uh, some of the other saints, uh, or those that they have uh, deemed to be called saints. Uh, they got. Uh, they got uh, images of Jesus on the cross yeah. uh, and uh, they've got uh, various statues and images that uh, they burn candles to yeah. and uh, emblems and different things. They've got saints that they pray to yes. Yes. in the Roman Catholic Church yes. where uh, They will pray uh, to a particular saint, uh, to a so-called saint. Prayers that are directed at Mary, uh, Michael, Gabriel. Uh, And so uh, in the Roman Catholic Church, uh, they've got a lot of images that have been set up. And worship takes place, or so-called worship and prayers take place in the Roman Catholic Church. And I tell you something that I found out that I didn't—I I didn't realize it—but uh, in the Roman Catholic Bible, the whole Second Commandment that we just read—they've eliminated out of their Bible. And the reason that they eliminated the Second Commandment out of their Bible is because. Their practice goes directly contrary to what the Second Commandment says. I never knew that until I did a little research, and and and, and so they completely uh, eliminate uh, Exodus four and five out of their Bible, and what they do in because. It's known as the Ten Commandments. And so, so that they don't have nine commandments in the Roman Catholic Church, what they do is they take the last commandment and they split it up into two. Y'all listening to me? See, a lot of times what people will do, and and, and I, I don't have a particular pick against the Roman Catholic Church, I'm just reporting what they do. Uh, but 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 a lot of times what we'll do is we will try to uh, formulate the word of God to fit our practice yes, yes. instead of basing our practice on what the word of God says exactly. and so yeah do we have a problem with image worship today yes we do and uh just so it doesn't seem like I'm picking on the Roman Catholic Church, there, there, there are some churches today, and, 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 and even some governments, uh, I, I don't know if you all know it or not, but in the government of North Korea, they consider Kim Jong-un to be a god. Y'all, y'all hear what I'm saying? In, in their government, his family, he is considered not only political leader, but he is considered a man, a god. In certain religious cults, uh, 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 there are leaders in certain religious cults that are looked upon as gods. And so, not only uh, uh, you know uh, do we have to be careful and not uh, uh, get religious objects and and, and, and statues and. And 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 uh, you know uh, talismans and charms and 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 pray to them or uh, uh, believe that there's some magic power, amen. Uh, but there's 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 a problem with image worship today. And in Isaiah 42 and 8, God says there through the prophet Isaiah, "I am the Lord; that is my name." And my glory I will not give to another. Amen. Nor my praise to carved images. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. God's not playing. And, and and I don't know about you, but uh, uh, you're walking on dangerous ground. I'm, I'm thinking about some of these folk that's in these cults. Yeah. Yeah. And they try to brainwash people into thinking that they God. Yeah. Amen. Uh, 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 I, I think about, you know, the... the uh, the Muslims, especially, well, Muslim, black Muslims, which is a, is distinct from Muslims, uh, where they believe that Elijah Muhammad was the last prophet. Amen. And, 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 and he carried on like he was God. Amen. Those individuals are going to have a special place in judgment. And, and, and one of the things that I notice in scripture, it, when men would come in contact with angels, And the angels would be so powerful and and, and, and with overwhelming experience and they would want to bow down and worship the angels. And the angels would say, don't do that. Uh Uh-uh. Don't, 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 no, no. I can't, can't receive it. Amen. Why? Because God said, my glory I will not give to another. I am the Lord. Hallelujah. In Numbers 21 and 8, well, let, 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 let me move here. Amen. Some people, when they say, well, you're not supposed to make any graven images to worship, and, 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 and some, some good uh, uh, Bible students will go back and say, well, what about in the Old Testament? What about the brazen serpent that Moses made? Was that wrong? And if you know the story about the brazen serpent, that's found in Numbers, the 21st chapter the children of Israel was acting up again and being rebellious and hard-headed and and, uh, judgment came on them where they uh, were in a certain part of the desert and and, and serpents, poisonous serpents began to come out and bite them. And they began to die, amen, in droves. And they cried out to Moses, amen, in the affliction uh, of, of being bitten by those snakes. Yeah. And in Numbers 21 and 8. Uh, it said. And the Lord said unto Moses. Make unto thee a, a fiery serpent. And set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass. That everyone that is bitten. When he look up upon it. Shall live. Well people say. Well they made a, the, the image of a serpent. And uh, was that wrong? Well. Uh, my answer to that, and like I said, that was Numbers 21 and 8. And my answer to that is, uh, was that wrong? Well, no, it wasn't. God had a special purpose Amen. for that, uh, that, that, that brass serpent. Amen. Amen. And uh, the purpose uh, for that brass serpent was not for worship, but it was for the healing of Of the rebellious people that were bitten by a snake. And God was using it. uh, As a foreshadowing. Uh Uh, The technical term is we have types. Amen. And shadows. And and, and it was a shadow. That was uh, uh, foretelling. That one day Jesus was going to hang on a pole. And he was going to become sin for us who knew no sin. That we might become the righteousness of God. Amen. But it wasn't for worship. It was to look up to receive healing. But you know what? It's interesting. uh, Hundreds of years later. Amen. Hundreds of years later. uh, They they, they kept that uh, serpent. And, and, and hundreds of years later, they started worshiping the serpent that Moses had had to make and set up in, in the wilderness. And uh, in fact, they uh, uh, started worshiping it. And uh, the king, who was a godly king at that time, uh, uh, when he came into power uh, in 2 Kings 18 and 4, it said he removed the high places. And broke the sacred pillars mm-hmm. and cut down the wooden images and broke into pieces the bronze serpent mm-hmm. that Moses made. For unto those days the children of Israel burned incense to it mm-hmm. and called it Nehustatin. Mm-hmm. Amen. And and you know I used to think that that was the name that th- those that were to be called it. But Amen. Uh, uh, I believe it was Hezekiah uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken the king that that, that, uh, brought about the revival when he broke it up he called it Nehusetan because Nehusetan means only a piece of brass. (laughs) Only a piece of brass. See, see uh, I, I, I thought about that I used to think about that when uh, people get set in their rituals, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and they'll take something that God gave for a purpose yeah. and misuse it yeah. mm-hmm. and, 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 and 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 man, look at the boldness of this king mm-hmm. because they say Moses had this man mm-hmm. and, and and there was no greater authority in the Old Testament uh when it comes to the law mm-hmm. than Moses. Amen. How dare you? Moses commissioned this. Moses had this made. Yeah, Moses might have had it made, but God didn't have it made for you to uh, uh, to worship it as an idol. Amen. I'm breaking this thing up. It's nothing but a piece of brass. Hallelujah. And you know what? One of the things that uh, we as the people of God, we need to remain vigilant. Because... Uh, just like uh, uh, that crept in then. Mm-hmm. Amen. There's stuff that if we don't stay vigilant, will creep in today. Yes. Right. And if we're not careful, we'll be compromising and we will be putting ourselves and our children under a curse. Yes. Hallelujah. God said, I'm a jealous God. In that second commandment, He said, I'm a jealous God. Hallelujah. Uh, So the first reason why we are not to worship graven images is because God is a jealous God. He's a jealous God. And and, and, uh, let me give you a scripture for that. Exodus 34 and 14. Exodus 34 and 14 say, For thou shalt worship no other God, for the Lord whose name is Jealous is a jealous God. Hallelujah. He said, I'm a jealous God. The word jealous, amen, it means to be zealous. Uh, It's an Arabic word that means intensely real. In other words, if you want to make God hot, amen, God will get hot uh, 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 when you start worshiping things and people that aren't God. Hallelujah. He said, I'm a jealous God. Yeah. So, so uh, when we allow, now what's the application today? Because naturally, I don't think any of you are going home and have some shrine where you got statues in one of your closets. And got incense burning. <laughs> Unless you're fooling me, I don't think none of us are doing that. But what's the application? Well, the application is when we allow something other than the Lord to control our devotion and love, it angers Him. And that which we allow to get us out of church and hurt our walk with God, in other words, anything that we put uh, uh, in front of the true worship of God becomes our idol. And so for some of us, it's not a statue. Amen. I know some that uh, they led a sporting event. And don't get me wrong. Amen. I, I, I like sports. Amen. I'm into baseball. And I'm into football. And, and uh, uh, uh College basketball and and, and you know I, 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 I have a an interest where I kind of keep up with that, but when it comes to hey i got I got free tickets to the game, oh what time does it start or oh, it starts at twelve thirty uh, on sunday well i'm sorry I, I, I can't use it Amen. uh at twelve thirty on sunday I'm in church Amen. oh but it's just one time it's a game uh, it's a you, you, hey. Uh, is not more important than me being in church worshiping God now you all expect me to be here because I'm the pastor y'all expect me to be here because i'm the pastor he's supposed to be there but you know what the same thing that goes for me go for you Oh, yeah. It, it ain't going to be a special line of uh, 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 pastor's judgments. And, amen. Uh, we all going to be in the line. And when the word of God says, fail not to assemble ourselves together, which is the man of some, and even more as we see that day drawing near. Yeah. Anything that we allow to get in the way of, of our worship our true worship of God and and, and 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 it becomes more important and it begins to hurt I I walk and I fellowship it becomes an idol in our lives hallelujah a lot of people don't think about it that way make excuses and uh, what have you? But do I need to stay there a little longer? Have, have you, if you got it, say, Pastor, I got it. we got it. All right. Oh, yeah. yes, and 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 it's not just the service, yeah. right. the church service, yeah. but uh, we need to live lives yes. that reflect the God we worship. When we leave out these doors. Some of, the, some of the decisions we make. Amen. And what have you. Let me move on to point number three. Uh, God talks about, this is very important. God talks about visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations. God talks about visiting the iniquity of the fathers. In, in, uh, 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 upon the children to the third and fourth generations. Anybody ever took a picture where you had, and, and you know how sometimes we take pictures of our family and they'll have so many generations in the picture? Uh, I remember just recently one of my cousins put a picture on Facebook and uh, in that picture they had five generations. Uh, I don't know if you, do you see uh, Larry's pictures, Melissa. Uh, Larry Adams, uh, Doris Adams, Uh, uh, but uh, there's a picture that he shared of when he was a baby and then his mom holding him, her dad standing next to him, who was my grandfather, and then his mother seated, uh, and then his mother's mother, who lived to be 104 years old, was full-blooded Cherokee, all in one picture. And, uh, uh, you know, for the history of our family, looking back, five generations, I was like, wow. And I saved that. I have to show it to you. I saved that uh, picture. Uh, But when we talk about generations, uh, and, and notice God said, visiting the iniquity. Idolatry is a serious thing. And there are serious consequences that come Amen. From, from idol worshipers. And, and he talks about that the consequences will come down. Amen. To four generations at least. Let's get into that a little bit. Amen. There's a statement that I've got there that I want you to uh, put it down in your notes. But idolatrous people are enemies not only to their own souls. But also to their children. And their children's children. In other words, the way we conduct our lives when it comes to the worship of God can affect our families. Can affect our, amen, not only our children, but our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren and our great, amen, great-grandchildren. Thank you. Amen. Idolatrous people. Are not only an enemy to their own soul but also to their children and their children's children oh, yes. Jesus. our actions have consequences yes. our choices have consequences yes. hallelujah yes. And, and and I want to get into that a little bit uh, because it's so very important uh, because you see uh, a lot of or not, not all but some of What some of us are experiencing right now has a direct bearing on what some of our ancestors did in the past. I don't know if you ever thought about that. Amen. Uh, Has a direct bearing on uh, some of the things that our ancestors did in the past. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when God says, I'm going to visit the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations, what does this mean? And, and, and this is not just one isolated scripture. It's repeated in the Bible. Uh, you find it in Exodus 34, verses 6 through 7. You'll find it in Numbers, uh, chapter 14, verse 18. You'll also find it in Deuteronomy, chapter 5 through 9. Now one of the first things that come to your mind when God says, I'm going to visit the iniquity of the father on the children amen to the third and fourth generation first thing come to your mind and say that's not fair. Isn't that what comes to your mind? That's not fair. Do you mean God is going to make me suffer for something that my great, 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 great granddaddy or grandma did? That don't seem fair. Well, We need to get an understanding. We need to get an understanding.